Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. Hi guys, thanks for joining us on another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm really excited to share the story today of my friend and colleague, Ramona Wright, uh, co-founder and CEO of WeUp. Ramona, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Laurel. I'm super excited to, uh, to be on your show. Well, I feel like I'm paying it forward because I was on your podcast like three years ago. Um, and so I'm just excited to be able to pay it forward and share your incredible story with our audience. And you are actually um, talking to us from Ghana, are you not? I am actually really excited to actually be in Accra, uh, Ghana, West Africa. I'm here with uh, our founder and my brother, Voltaire Exodus. He's the visionary behind uh, our uh, platform, WeUp. And will you share with us a little bit about WeUp, the story and what it does? And you guys are pre-launch or you're in fundraising mode currently, correct? Uh, you know, I think with every startup, you're always in fundraising mode. <laughs> true. So true. Um, but but we are in the pre-launch phase. We're actually really excited. We are testing uh, our platform, and WeUp is a social gaming platform for good. We essentially pay people to stick to their goals and solve social problems, and we're especially excited to be launching our product at this time. Uh, even though we are uh, experiencing such a you know horrible epidemic around the world, we really feel like WeUp is a product and tool that can bring people some inspiration. And we will be launching a campaign called Hashtag We Stay Home, where we essentially incentivize people to stay at home and work on one of four goals. One is just uh, you know, the running joke is like, stay your ass at home challenge, um, which, you know, is really hard for a lot of people to do. And if you go outside, you've got to basically put money into, let's say, a shared piggy bank. Uh, and whichever one of your friends stays at home the most within 30 days gets the money. Um, for those people who don't very have a problem, exciting. Exactly. Gamified. And if you don't have a problem staying at home, if you want to just focus on eating, you know, healthy, if you want to work out or if you want to meditate, those will be some of the challenges on our platform. Well, I think you're right that the timing on this, although it is unfortunate in the world as a whole, the timing of the launch of the app is actually really perfect because it's such a mission driven platform. And I know that that is kind of core to who you have always been. Uh, but why don't you share a little bit about your journey from when we first met or even prior to that to launching the app? Because I think your story is so inspiring as well. 
thank you so much. Well, you and I have similar roots. My background is in strategic communications. Uh, I actually own another agency uh, called uh, Right One Media Group. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary last year. And (laughs) thank you. Thank you. And uh, we've been really blessed to work on a lot of great campaigns from a marketing, business development, strategic communication standpoint. You know, I've worked with Oxfam, the Global Humanitarian Organization. Um, We even had a chance to represent the West African country of Sierra Leone for their 50th independence anniversary. And then I've worked in the music industry for many years, um, you know, working with Sony Latin Music and other um, artists as well. And about two years ago, um, my brother uh, asked me if I would take on a leadership role in his company and assume the CEO position. And that was really important to me because I'm a non-technical founder. Uh, I'm a woman. And also being an African-American, I felt like I had a really great opportunity to um, extend some diversity into a space that is really starving for it. Uh, and there are many more non-technical women of color founders than I think people would realize. And I think we're starting to see them get the spotlight. And so uh, the last two years has been extraordinary. Uh, because of my marketing background, we launched a global marketing campaign with WeWork and Upworthy.com and uh, had a lot of success with that. And now we're here getting ready to to launch in a few months. So exciting. And I think the audience can kind of hear from your narrative that you've always really focused, um, even in your marketing life, on very mission-driven, kind of very nonprofit-focused, other than the entertainment world. This is something that has absolutely been, for as long as I've known you, core to your value set. So I am not surprised at all that you're taking on a role and responsibility in building something that has such a massive global impact. And I'm very, very proud of you, if I can say that. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, it's truly a team effort. Uh, You know, the whole, I think, distinction of our product is about the power of the tribe. And uh, that I I like to say that there's no such thing as a wonder. And I spell that (laughs) O-N-E-D-E-R. You know, there's no such thing as a self-made person. Uh, I'm really grateful to my brother for, you know, stepping sort of into the shadows and allowing me to take the spotlight as the CEO and extend his vision. And we also have a great team, which is one of the reasons why we're in Africa. Uh, When you think about the burgeoning mobile marketplace on this continent, um, the future of business and the future of tech is here. And we were actually here even before your Jack Dorsey's of the world and other, um, you know, tech moguls really thinking about how to um, integrate um, their products into the marketplace here. And we've been also really blessed to identify really dynamic women talent. Uh, Our vision is to be one of the first tech companies that has a 51% female majority uh, company. I love that. Um, I don't know if you know this because it's been a few years since we have like kind of talked business business, but we're actually a WeBank certified agency for that very reason. We really believe that female founders need a front seat and um, especially non-technical ones because I am the same. So I really believe mm-hmm. in that mission. And then of course, you know, diversity is such an important conversation as well. So I love that you um, are stepping into that role and really owning it. Not that I'm surprised since you're such a friggin' powerhouse. Uh, it's a perfect, oh, perfect you. step for you. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about the story behind the building of We Up because I know that this really started from your mother's story, and it's such an impassioned story 
of her survival and thriving and in very uncertain times and with health issues and all of that. Would you mind sharing a little bit about her story and how that inspired the launch of this platform? Yes, absolutely. And thank you so much for for, uh, bringing her up. Uh, Her name was Adelaide Smith and she, oh my goodness, I mean, she was certainly uh, a powerhouse in her own right as and a social entrepreneur before that term was even coined. And uh, essentially, our mom would always say, see beyond your circumstances by staying focused on your goals. And that really is the mantra uh, behind We Up. And essentially, our mom, at the very young age of 50, uh, <laughs> decided to go back to school and get her undergraduate degree. And it took her about 10 years. And then she said, you know, by the time I'm 60, I want to get my MBA. And she had moved to New York uh, maybe about two years before she was going to turn 60, set her sights on getting her MBA, and about maybe six weeks before she was going to graduate with her MBA, um, had discovered she had congestive heart failure and unfortunately had a heart attack. And even prior to that physical ailment, um, she had experienced homelessness when she first got to New York. Uh, Some of her financial aid had fallen through uh, and um, some of her housing plans didn't come together. And my brother and I pleaded with her to come back to Los Angeles, which is where we were based. And she said, nope, I'm going to make it my way. And um, she did. And so she had to drop out of her program six weeks before she graduated, but she was determined to get healthy. She took a year off and at 61, she graduated. Uh, And as um, she would have said, she was the most mature student, not oldest. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, even though she unfortunately transitioned a year later, I think the thing that really inspired my brother and I to uh, create our goal achievement platform is that, you know, we're all going to face obstacles in life, some greater than others. But really that mantra of seeing beyond your circumstances by staying focused on your goals, that your motivation has to be greater than any obstacle. And we feel like if our mom could accomplish her goal and vision of getting an MBA at her age as a single mother and who's someone who faced homelessness and poverty, um, what's our excuse? And Absolutely. so that's, uh, that's the story behind it. Wow. I mean, I get chills when I watch the video and I hear the story from you. I just get chills because it's such an inspiring story. I thought I had a hard time trying to get a JD and an MBA at, what was it, like 21. I can't even imagine what she had faced and what she had to overcome. Um, it really just goes to show you that persistence takes all forms and uh, all ages. It's just an amazing story. And so We Up was born from the concept of persistence and social good and all of the things that your mother really stood for. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, how people can support this amazing effort. So stick around. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. 
Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. All right, guys, thanks for staying with us. Uh, If you're just tuning in, I am sitting down and talking to my friend Ramona Wright, who is the co-founder and CEO of WeUp, which is a game game platform which encourages people to accomplish their goals. Um, And you guys are in beta testing pre-launch mode right now. You're also fundraising, which, as you said early on, and very rightfully so, is kind of always startup mode, right? You're always fundraising. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. And to that point, I want to make sure that this platform is supporting your goals with that platform. So tell us and the audience how they can support you in your efforts. Yeah, I think, you know, there's some very specific ways that people can get involved at all levels. The first and easiest way to get involved is to uh, visit our website, weuptheworld.com, and people can register to be among our beta testers, which will be very exciting. Uh, And so that's an easy, free way to get involved. Uh, Another way to get involved is obviously to follow us on social media. We're on all of the platforms at weuptheworld. Uh, And then two other ways uh, I think can be much more impactful, and that's making a contribution, number one, to our crowdfunding campaign. Um, We were really blessed about two years ago to be supported by a fiscal sponsor, a nonprofit organization called From the Heart Productions, which is managing our crowdfunding campaign. And so basically that means when people give to our app, they actually get a tax write-off. And so that's really exciting. We are a for-profit venture, but because they're a nonprofit, people get to um, you know write that off. And then the other opportunity is we're looking to recruit some of the best of the best. You know, I think during these uncertain times where people are home, maybe have been laid off, um, especially recent grads or even college students, people want to feel like they're making a difference. And so we're putting out a call to action for anyone and everyone, whether they have a tech background, marketing, basically they can join us from the ground up to build the next um, great tech platform. The next great global tech platform, which I think is really important that you're having this massive impact on our mindset, our wellness, social impact. I mean, you really just hit on all elements, which is so exciting. And I think it's also very important to call out as you said earlier, that you have this comms marketing background, uh, which is where you and I originally had connected. And I think you've used it really well um, to launch this concept. And one of the things I thought was so brilliant, um, for those of you who are going to make a donation, um, and correct me, I may not get this right, Ramona, but I believe that they're doing, you're doing images of the people who are donated or their mothers into the logo. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, so um, we're actually incorporating. Um, so uh, our, our initial campaign was the We Up Women uh, campaign. When we did our tour, we were honoring women who were high goal achievers, and uh, we want to carry that tradition on. Where essentially anyone who makes a gift of a hundred dollars or more uh, has the opportunity to have their mom's name incorporated into our logo. So when we do a rebranding of our logo, um, those folks who've made a contribution at that level will have that opportunity. Um, And then we also have another really exciting opportunity for people who maybe want to join our global advisory group. Um, We have um, an opportunity for 13 advisors uh, from all over the world to join our advisory group. And that's something else that's uh, available to folks if they're looking to give at a greater level of $50,000 or more. Um, So those are just some opportunities for people to get engaged. So I did get it right. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's such a fun way to, um, you know, integrate and get people excited about the marketing elements that you're really bringing to the table as well, which is like your, we were saying your background and expertise. I thought that was just a really, really smart uh, marketing play. And I wanted to call that out. Um, I also yeah. want to call out that you guys have, you, even though you're pre-launch, you have over 6,000 pre-registrations, which is a pretty unheard of number. Um, given where you are at with the launch of the brand, what do you attribute the success of the pre-registration to? Well, thank you. I'm actually happy to report we have 22,000 now. Um, we have to update our, our uh, website. I was reading but... even more success. Amazing. Yeah, no, it's not your fault. We we. Yeah, we because we're getting ready to do a whole bunch of, of changes to our website, we haven't updated that language. But we attribute that to, I believe, three things. One, our, our We Up Women tour. Uh, we had a chance to go to five major markets internationally, thanks to our partnerships with uh, we work in upworthy.com. And so that generated a lot of buzz and people pre-registering um, in different parts of the world. Um, people also have pre-registered through our social media. So we've been doing a lot on our social media platforms. Um, and then our email marketing campaign. Um, we've been very, very good about staying in touch with those people who pre-register and then getting them to extend the information to their friends. And their family. Well, and not to mention that you have had quite a bit of good publicity behind you individually as a leader. Um, I know that some of this is historical and you have gotten some more recent press, but I know that you personally were named top top African-American PR agent by um, MadameNoir.com, right? I mean, you've won a ton of awards. You have, have written and produced um, award-winning PSAs. I mean, you were saying a little bit about your history, but has that allowed you um, a, a platform from which to launch this as well? I would assume so. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I've got to share some of the spotlight with my brother. Uh, when he made this move to uh, Ghana last year, he came here with a one-way ticket uh, and, like many entrepreneurs, you know, limited resources and maybe knew two people. And within a month, uh, his story got to a producer at the BBC, uh, World News, and he was included in a documentary about African-Americans uh, repatriating or moving moving uh, to Ghana for the year of return, which was a celebration last year. And that one interview probably has had about 3 million views on social media now. Uh, And, uh, you know, we definitely attribute that uh, as another opportunity for exposure and, of course, people pre-registering for the platform. Of course, yeah. So I want to shift the focus a little bit to 
the reasons, of course, the story behind your mom is so critical to why you built this platform. But what is it in terms of the psychology that you think has driven people to not finish their goals? Like, obviously, an app like this is very necessary. Like, I have a bathroom I need to paint. I have this I need to do. I've got five pounds, 10 pounds to lose. I want to make impact in the world, (laughs) all these things. What is it psychologically that you think stops us from finishing our goals? Yeah, you know, my brother's background is in social science. He's a social scientist, and he actually did uh, research about this very thing in about 37 cities and 21 countries to understand why some people stick to goals and others don't. And what he found is that uh, in order to achieve a goal, it takes three things. It takes community, it takes accountability, and it takes consistency. And oftentimes, you and I know when we have someone that is holding us accountable, uh, an accountability partner, right, is a term that many people will use, you're much more likely to stick to your goals if somebody's going to check on you or you know you have a deadline. Um, you're much more likely to complete your goals if you're doing something consistency. They talk about it takes 21 days um, to change behavior. So if you're doing something consistently. And then the community aspect is looking around you, we are mimics, right? And so if we see other people who are high goal achievers and they're being focused on what they're doing, we're most likely going to be a bird of a feather, right? We're flocking together, we're working together, and we're achieving our goals together. And that's the important aspect of the the term tribes that we use uh, for our platform. I love that. Um, So In terms of, and I'm going to shift the focus a little bit to you personally, what are some goals that you have? I'd love to hear, I'd like to break the wall down and talk about some things that you're working (laughs) on that you're using the app for, if you don't mind. Yes. So so I think, you know, in these days and times, we we all probably are trying to make sure we come out of this pandemic, not only healthy, but not gain more weight than maybe we went into it with, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're calling it the COVID-15, right? (laughs) Right. You know, I I haven't haven't, uh, created a name yet, but that's a good one. Um, But yeah, so I think one of them is my brother and I, because we're here together in Ghana, you know, we're challenging each other every day to make sure that we're working out for 30 minutes a day. And I will say that I probably have a little bit of an unfair advantage being on the continent because um, the weather alone has probably helped me sweat off 10 pounds. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the food is super fresh and we're eating clean. So that's been very helpful. So, um, you know, just having him you know, kick my butt in the mornings to get up and and exercise has been great. Um, Also, you know, financially, you know, this is, you know, I've just turned 41. And so I'm already thinking about what are the things that I really need to think about for the next five, 10 years, especially with what's currently happening in our economy. And so I have certain financial goals. And I have um, a colleague who uh, she and I have decided to hold each other accountable every week to check in on how we're doing with certain um, business financial goals that we have as well as personal goals. So I would say those are the two uh, top goals that I'm working it. on. In addition to we so, obviously. Of course. Yeah. No, no big deal. Just, you know, trying to run a global company on top right. of all the other things. Um, we're going to take another quick break for a word from our sponsor. When we come back, I want to talk about um, what it's like to launch a brand like this and best practices for entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs out there, because you've done this, you're doing this currently for this brand, but you've done this for brands historically for the last decade. So I want to get some really granular tips and tricks that our audience can 
uh, can use moving forward. So stay tuned. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am sitting down with Ramona Wright, co-founder of We Up, which is a global platform that awards you for finishing your goals. Um, Ramona, so before we were talking, we were before the break, we were talking about your personal goals, which I really appreciate you uh, divulging. And I have to say I'm I'm very much (laughs) aligned with those. Um, But I think as a woman, as a woman of color, you have a very unique perspective on startup life. Um, I would love for you to give the audience some some best practices, some tips and tricks, things that um, other entrepreneurs in this space um, who are similarly aligned can use and be inspired by to launch or grow their own companies. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and thank you for this opportunity. Uh, the first you know, best practice, I would say, is believe in yourself. It might sound like a cliche, but if you are going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have a lot of people who don't believe in you, including your family and friends, and many people who will sometimes be discouraging because they care about you. Um, they think they're also, protecting you, right? They think they're protecting you, right, exactly. And then yeah. some people are just haters, right? And they don't get it, and they think <laughs> totally. you're crazy. Uh, so number one, Which we probably are a little yourself. bit too. <laughs> I think so. I think there has been a study that says entrepreneurs probably are on the spectrum and either have some little form of craziness in some way. So, um, 100%. yes, sorry, yes. interrupted. No, so that's okay. Yourself is number one. Believing yourself, of number course. one. Number two, you know, the power of crowdfunding is real. I think many entrepreneurs uh, who do come from maybe disenfranchised backgrounds or underprivileged communities don't sometimes have that same benefit of tapping into a friends and family round of funding. And $10,000 can be very, very difficult to, to raise, let alone, you know, initial seed capital by half a million. And so that's one of the things that's been really helpful for us. So definitely um, crowdfunding. Uh, Another opportunity is your team, or I like to say your squad or your tribe. Uh, Don't be afraid to utilize LinkedIn as a resource to identify talent and people who are smarter than you. Uh, We've been really blessed to create an advisory group of really, really talented people who've given us counsel. Um, But we also have been blessed to work with people who are unemployed right now, who say, you know what, I just need some experience. And we've been able to get that talent to be very supportive of our product as well. That's so fantastic. And what about community? I mean, you said tribe and team. 
Um, community has been a big platform for you. Uh, you've built some really amazing strategic partnerships. Uh, you mentioned a few of those brands earlier in the podcast. Can you speak to how you built those relationships and how you launched those relationships to support this global platform growth? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm. this is not a paid announcement, but I will say LinkedIn. Um, I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn has been an amazing tool for us to do that. Uh, as soon as I changed my title um, and added We Up and added the fact that I'm a social entrepreneur, that's when actually Upworthy sought us out. Um, someone who worked with them uh, sought me out to find out more about what we were doing. And it was a perfect time. We talked about our upcoming tour and they wanted to be a partner with us. Uh, So establishing a media partnership early on was a wonderful way for us to attract other strategic partners. Um, And, you know, looking at the Rolodex that I've amassed over the last, you know, 10, 15 years in strategic communications, I think the other thing is not being afraid to ask your community for help. Uh, And so I think many times, many people can sometimes be a little shy or feel intimidated, you know, maybe feel like they're not quite ready or they don't have everything they need to bring on certain partners. And what we found is that people were so anxious and excited um, to join us uh, on our journey. And so those are just some of the ways that, yeah, those are just some of the ways that we we garnered the the support um, from our community partners and strategic partners. Yeah, I think LinkedIn is a fantastic platform as well. I've used it. I've driven business from it for sure. Um, There's other tools out there like the email hunter where you can find people's emails who otherwise you might not be able to get in touch with. So I I would say that's another really great tool. But I think your point on asking for the help is something that can't be said enough. I think as um, entrepreneurs, uh, I know that I have had a really hard time being vulnerable and asking for support and help, even though I know my community, my family, my friends are there to support me and they ask support of me. But it's a very interesting dichotomy I have found in that I didn't like early on being vulnerable and letting people know that I needed help because I thought being an entrepreneur was all about bravado and ego, right? (laughs) And I think that you can attest to the shift that happens as you become, I would say, a more mature founder, would you say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think also when you get tired, you know, I mean, it's it's sometimes very tired. (laughs) Tired. And by yourself. And and I really credit my success not only with WeUp or our success with WeUp and then my success with Right One Media Group with two things, duplication and delegation. You know, how can I clone myself? And if I'm going to clone myself, I want my clone to be better than me, right? And so setting our egos at the door and identifying people who are smarter than us, who are more capable, and then letting them do their job. Uh, And then, you know, delegating, letting go of things that you don't necessarily have to do. Those, mm-hmm. those things have been just extraordinary. And I think, you know, Brene Brown, of course, has been so successful in her work in talking about the power of vulnerability. It's scary to be vulnerable, but it's very transformational when we can um, be courageous, you know, and push mm-hmm. through the fear and, and ask for what we need. Absolutely. I love Brene Brown. I'm so glad that you brought her up. She's phenomenal. For those of you listening, if you don't know her, her... Um, TED Talk is just transformational transformational on the power of vulnerability. So I love that you brought her up. Um, the other, uh, maybe the final question is we don't have very much time left. God, this just goes so fast when you're talking to someone who's a friend who's so passionate about what they do and you're so excited about it. It just goes so fast. But um, 
I want to ask maybe a, I don't know, off-color question. I don't know if this is uh, offensive in any way, but I want to know how much you um, attribute the success of this launch with the fact that now is the best time I have experienced as a woman. Um, I obviously am not a woman of color, but I feel like now is our time. Like we've been having these moments over the last few years and I can only imagine it is a similar conversation as a woman of color. Can you speak to the timing of all this and whether you think that that has had any impact in the success of the brand? Oh, no, I, I don't think it's off color. I mean, I think, you know, I really tip my hat to my brother. I mean, he's been on this journey for some time um, as a man, but also as a African-American man and has hit a lot of roadblocks, you know, along the way. And I think, you know, he saw an opportunity with the rise, not only of the, I think, the Me Too movement, but also just the whole idea of the year of the woman with, you know, the success um of, you know, a lot of women running for office over the last several years with there being a rallying cry for more women to be at the helm. And he says, you know, this really should be, you know, given to a woman. And so I'm really grateful that, you know, he was able to be an ally. Um, We need more men to be allies to, you know, step aside and um, allow women to take on some of the roles that we've been excluded from, from a leadership standpoint. And so I think that the timing is ripe and right uh, for more women and more people of color to really assume those leadership roles. And um, one of the things that's been very interesting is oftentimes you hear many tech companies or many industries say, well, we just don't know where any qualified women. There's no talent out there, which is such bullshit. And it's, and it's extraordinary because we haven't necessarily in, been intentionally looking for, you know, women, people of color, even though that is a, a, an intentional aspect of our company's um, hiring goals. We just are like, wow, our friends and the people in our network are super dope and they happen to be women and they happen to be people of color. Um, and so I think that it's um, a reflection of oftentimes you hire or you work with people who are in your network. And if your network is not diverse, then you're not going to honestly know where to look. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. You just don't know. And so I think for us, you know, we've had um, the, the, blessing and benefit of having a very diverse multicultural network of just really badass, brilliant women to choose from. Uh, And I also think that uh, this is a time for companies to be intentional, to seek out uh, a lot of talented people who are often underlooked. And, you know, that's really unfortunate. Well, I think that you are really setting the standard, the new standard, the new um, goals for women of all shapes and sizes and ethnicities. Um, I'm so proud of the work that you're doing. I'm really honored to be able to share your message with our audience. And I hope those of you listening will sign up and get involved and donate because this is really our future. So Ramona, thank you so much for being on the show. I cannot thank you enough for the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you, Laurel. And I wish you much success and uh, great health to all of your listeners as well. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in to Elevate Your Brand. Stay tuned for more coming up next. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. 
That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. I hate Tom's Tulip Shop. It just smells so flowery. Like, we're good at your flower shop. You don't need to remind us. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. I needed a fake plant. They don't sell fake plants. Thanks for nothing, Tom. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Then he says, have a great day. Uh, I'll decide what kind of day to have. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers.